0: this is but one of a thousand true crimes
1: all right welcome back to a thousand true crimes this is chelsea and i'm sitting actually next to my lovely co-host joe
0: hey everyone yeah we're back in real life again we're doing another real-life episode, so get Yeah,
1: ready. so hopefully we'll apologize in advance if the audio is not the super rough. best. Yeah. Um, but we are here. It is Thanksgiving Day Eve. Yes. So
0: even though it'll come out next week, happy
1: Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy, happy Turkey Day.
0: Um, yeah, happy Autumn Harvest Festival that we celebrate in November. <laughs> there you go.
1: Um... <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know, usually we kind of catch each other up, but we're pretty much like caught up, we're just drinking our wines, Joe got these cute little
0: uh, wine glasses though, we'll have so, to. So, yeah, we'll post a picture of them, they're so cute, I saw them on Amazon, because you know, the algorithm always tells you what you want, and it says partner in crime, I couldn't resist. <laughs>
1: there you go. Um, all right, Lace, are you good? Thank you. She so said what? What were you calling me?
0: Um, all right. Well, do you want to just like crack into it? Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited to hear about this one. Okay. This one's a little different because you said you did a podcast instead of a I documentary.
1: I did. I listened to um, a podcast. And so, okay. So this case is about Benjamin Tony Atkins. Okay. And also known as the Woodward corridor killer oh yes so a lot of my information pretty much majority of it because it's easier to listen sometimes um is from the podcast and we'll include the link to their website as well um it's the podcast black true crime oh and she's focused her podcast focuses more on like actual like black serial killers and killers and crimes and brings awareness to those because there's like i mean i know like i get guilty of it too not as much exposure like this is true it's very true it's a default it's a it's defectiveness in our society people are
0: allowed to be criminals just like the rest of us Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so
1: okay so i don't know why i keep saying so so many times but we will include the link to her podcast so that everyone can check it out. Um, okay. So I'm going to do this kind of different. I'm going to just kind of jump into the victims first. Okay. And then kind of go backtrack, pack okay. okay. So the first victim that we know of mm. was Darlene Saunders, who was 35 at the time of the attack. She was raped and sodomized. And she actually ends up surviving and escaping. And she's the only one of his victims that we know of that has. Oh, my God. So this attack took place in October of 1991. Mm. His second victim would be the first one that he would actually end up killing again that we know of. Okay. And this was Debbie Ann. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Debbie Ann Friday, who was 30, She was attacked, raped, and sodomized on December 14th, 1991. Mm. She was discovered in Highland Park.
0: I don't like it.
1: Mm -hmm. The third victim, Bertha Jean Mason, who was 26, was found strangled on December 30th, 1991 in Detroit. Now, his fourth victim, Patricia Cannon George, was discovered on January 3rd, 1992. And she had been strangled and raped. Um, so this is now going on for a year. So, kind of. So it started in, well, the bodies are being found in, um, starting in December okay, of 1991 okay. and goes into January okay, okay. of 1992. Okay. Um. So Benjamin would later tell the FBI that she was actually like one of his first victims. And killed her back in the fall of nineteen ninety one, but her body just wasn't discovered until Okay. So all these dates are the days that like the bodies were Were discovered. Okay.
0: Except for um Diane. Darlene. Or Darlene. Mm -hmm. She I was gonna say she must have known.
1: Yeah. Um okay. Yep. So like her body wouldn't be discovered until January third, when the building was being demolished. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oof. According to Benjamin, they smoked crack together. He got angry when she tried to leave, so he decided to choke and rape her, and killed her. Oh, no. His fifth victim was Vicki True Love, who was thirty nine, and found on January twenty fifth of nineteen ninety two in Detroit. On February seventeenth, nineteen ninety-two, three bodies would be discovered.
0: Good grief.
1: The sixth victim was Valerie Chalk, who was thirty-four. She was found strangled at the um, Monterey Motel in Room sixty-eight in Highland Park. Now, she had been raped, but she was had also been sodomized multiple times. Ugh. The seventh victim was oh God. Janita Hardy. Juanita, sorry, Juanita Hardy, who was 34 at the time, and it was the same hotel as Valerie, but in room 35. Um, also on February 17th, 1992, an unidentified female was discovered in room 18.
0: How many people are we at? How many victims are we at? I'll tell you at the end. Okay. Okay.
1: The ninth victim was Brenda oh. Mitchell, who was 38, and she was found on April 9th. 1992, in Highland Park, and the 10th victim was Vicki Beasley Brown, who was 43, and she was found on April 15th, strangled in Highland Park. The 11th victim um, was Joanne O'Work, 40. She was discovered on July, June 15th in Highland Park, and his final victim, Osina Wayne, 22, was found on August 21st, 1992, in Highland Park. Good grief. So, if you lost count... Yeah, I did. That's 12 victims in total, 11 murder, vi- murder victims.
0: Holy shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And let me guess, they were probably all sex workers because nobody mm-hmm. cared? So... Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, this took place
1: in the Detroit area, mm-hmm. in Highland Park, okay. mostly in Highland Park. Okay. And... That areas, you know, Detroit, I don't know what the statistics are now about crime, but I don't think Detroit's, like, the safest city. Yeah, okay. Um, but back then, it definitely was not. It
0: was not great. It was not great.
1: In the 90s? Ooh, yeah. I bet. Yeah. You know, Eminem was coming, coming <laughs>
0: up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um,
1: so, while this area of Highland Park definitely had a lot of crime, a lot of prostitution, a lot of drugs, so, like... Obviously, it's not being policed as heavily as some yeah, areas yeah, might be.
0: Yeah,
1: and also minorities, the yep. majority of minorities were there, live there, and but because all these bodies are starting to be discovered, a yeah. task force is actually created, and they
0: were, they were like, "Listen, we've got ten of them. Mm-hmm. I guess we should do something yeah. about
1: it." <laughs> and they're finding them all within, like, think like the first one was found in December, and the last one is like found in August of nineteen ninety two. So it's like pretty that was my bedtime reminder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was my bedtime reminder. It's What's eight it? fourteen
0: PM and it's time to start About wrapping time. up.
1: Um, um
0: yeah they were like the first five. They were mm-hmm. like, let's mm-hmm. see if he let's see if he gets tired. Let's see if he gets worn out and moves. But once they hit ten, they were like, eh, I guess we should probably do something. Yeah.
1: So the bodies are stocking up and they're all like, what is going on? So the task force is is made up of the Detroit Homicide Unit, investigators from Highland Park, Michigan State Police, and the FBI. So there's a lot of like little things that go wrong with investigation because a lot of, you know, it's like all men and they're all sitting here like, this is my
0: jurisdiction. This is my line. Like you can't do this. Like stupid, that type of stupid stuff. Because God forbid we work together to stop whoever this person is who's slaying women right Mm -hmm. and
1: left. So, but they end up finding someone that could help them they start to canvas the area where the bodies are being found and they're asking people if they have any idea who who could have done this okay. and they end up talking to Darlene Sanders do they Saunders yep and she tells them after some negotiation they're able to convince her to talk to them
0: Which is code for, they basically probably told her, we're going to arrest you for prostitution or drug use or something unless you tell us what happened.
1: (laughs) Probably, because she was a prostitute. Um, Sex worker. Sorry. She was a sex worker. And she didn't report the attack. Shocker. For obvious reasons. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She didn't report the attack, but she tells the investigators that her attacker went by the name
0: Tony. Okay. Okay. So okay. we're gonna get into a little bit about Tony. Okay. So you ready for it? I don't know. This doesn't sound like a pleasant person. I'm- no, I mean he's not gonna be your best friend.
1: <laughs> kind of like, like the KGB. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not gonna pick up your FedEx packages exactly. when you're out of town is that and like to returning glasses. No, no. <laughs> not that kind of this guy. This is okay. not the guy that you go for that. Got it. Got it. So Benjamin. Tony Atkins was born on August 26, 1968 in Detroit, Michigan. Now, he had a pretty horrible and rough childhood. Ugh. Yep. And his mother would abandon him multiple times. Ugh. Alone? No. Well, I mean, maybe alone and someone found him. They didn't go to that much detail, but the first time would be when he was just 2 years old.
0: Oh no, child.
1: So throughout his childhood, he would be in and out of a boy's home and and also be living with his mother. Okay. So I don't know if like she would abandon him at the boy's home or like kinda like how I see. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um but when he did live with his mother, he would witness her doing drugs and prostitution. Like she would be lovely. In the middle of sex acts while he was in the backseat of the car. Oh no. Yep. At the age of 10, Benjamin would be raped by a caseworker.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Yes. So, like, he really... I mean, no sympathy. You have a choice. You can make a choice to grow, but that fucking
1: sucks. Like, you can sit there and go, I see. I see where, like, he's... It's very clear why he was
0: fucked up. Yeah. Why his
1: anger is yeah. towards sex workers. Like, I yeah. see it. Yeah. I, I can see it. I can see why he was hooked on crack. Yeah. I can, I can understand, like, I yeah. can understand. Yeah. Again, like, we grow up and you do have the knowledge to
0: make those right decisions. Um, There are lots of it. people who go through the same thing who don't kill people. Yes. Yes.
1: By the time he reached adulthood, he would work occasionally, but he was addicted to crack and was homeless. Benjamin would become known as the Wood. Woodward Corridor Killer, and would amass the greatest amount of victims in such a period of time in the U.S., according to the FBI. Oh, dang. Again, he was responsible for strangling and raping 11 women in a nine-month period between 1991 and 1992. Damn. If you didn't know, couldn't figure it out, his target was
0: prostitutes, sorry, sex workers and or drug addicts. Well... I mean, again, like you were saying, it's kind of, it's clear to see why those mm-hmm. were his targets. Yep, not that that justifies anything, but it is clear to see why. Mm-hmm. The victims, again, all the victims would be found
1: in abandoned warehouses, motels, parking lots, in the Highland Park area of Detroit as well as Detroit. Okay. Okay. So, well, not a lot of police activity. Not a lot of activity going no. on except for illegal activity because you shouldn't be there if it's abandoned. Yeah. There's nothing, and- nothing good is happening there. No um all right so back to the task force so we're now jumping back to the future okay 1992 i was just like two years old
0: yeah yeah we're babies little babies
1: <laughs> um all right so they're talking to Diane. were Should you we- in america or were you in i was Korea? america i was america oh, yeah
0: okay i didn't go until so was, like was four okay we were both stateside
1: yep sorry irrelevant no it's fine just a little fun fact of the day um okay so after darlene lets her the the investigators know that her attacker went by the name tony they run the name tony in their database and kind of put like his general description and whatever okay and up pops benjamin atkins
0: Which they're like, weird, his name isn't Tony.
1: Well, his, like, middle name. Or
0: did they know? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry.
1: So Benjamin lived in the area, and he did have a small criminal record, and he did match the description. So we come out to find out, though, that the task force had already spoken to him a couple of months prior. Why? Just asking for information? Nope. No, at this point they weren't investigating. Or if they were, like... I don't know. They, I take that back. They could have been investigating in a couple months. They didn't really say like when the investigation started. They just... Oh my god. Okay. All right. All right. So Benjamin was found sleeping in an abandoned building in the general area where the bodies were being found.
0: Really? How interesting. interesting. <laughs> so I'm gonna assume they probably were investigating. And they didn't. Okay. All right. Well, they, didn't ha-
1: they hadn't. They hadn't talked to uh, the his first victim yet.
0: What's her name? Darlene. Darlene. Darlene.
1: So they did question him, and they asked, like, did you notice anything unusual, anything out of the ordinary? And after talking to him for a while, they let him go. But they do cite him for trespassing.
0: So they might have been a little suspicious of him, like in just trying to get yeah, something out of him? Um, I probably, honestly, at that
1: point, think it was more of – you are poor, so we're going to go ahead and just cite you a ticket. With what we can. With what we can. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like it you're a homeless. About 1992.
1: You're a 1992 homeless black man.
0: Policing. Yeah, that yeah, um, sounds, sounds about right. Sounds yeah. right with some other <laughs>
1: policing too nowadays. No. Not, not a lot of no, changed. No
0: okay. kidding.
1: <laughs> um, Darlene does identify him in a photo and the police arrest him on a trespassing charge for not paying his ticket.
0: Okay. what's so- it kind of worked out that they gave him a ticket. Mm-hmm. In this case, this, In this one case. isolated instance. Yep. So
1: after he's arrested, they start to question him. And Benjamin wasn't working with the police at all. He denies any involvement and even tried to say that he was gay. So why would he be doing this? Damn. He was reaching. Yeah, he was reaching hard. Um. So while Benjamin was being questioned, a detective from the Detroit Homicide Unit, Detective Ronald Sam. Wait, saunders let me let me take
0: that back he wasn't i don't know what his sexual orientation was or if it comes out but being gay does not preclude you from murdering women so that's irrelevant or, who cares raping. If you're, or raping or raping it's not yeah about,
1: it's about power
0: it's that's not, not about. about sexual pleasure Mm-mm. or most of the time I, I don't know either way yeah who cares if he's gay or not gay that's irrelevant information that doesn't... He wasn't... He, he's not. I mean, he's not. But even he if he just was... just was trying to be like... It's 1992, so he was probably
1: trying to play the whole life. right. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. And, like, people yeah. would be like, oh, I guess
0: that's true. You know? Because back then, everyone was so closeted because there was so much yeah. bigotry that they didn't understand or know much... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. What you were saying. Okay.
1: So, Detective Ronna Saunders goes into the room and starts to question, question Benjamin. And he goes into the interrogation more as a father figure rather than a detective. okay. Clever. And he says, quote, you never had a father. I have a son your age. You need to get this off your chest. Talk to me.
0: What's this guy's name again?
1: Detective Ronald Saunders. Okay. So after Saunders said this to him, Benjamin starts to talk. Oh, okay. It worked. Now, a little side note was that Saunders was actually about to leave for vacation about an hour before, but decided to try this method. So, like, I I don't think he left for his vacation on time. I mean,
0: A, thank God he didn't. Mm -hmm. And B,
1: his wife's pissed.
0: That's a decent cop. Yeah. Decent. I'll say decent. I'm not going to say good, but decent. At least he tried. Well, we don't know if he was a good or bad cop. No, exactly. That's why I'm not going to give him the good badge off the bat
1: okay so Benjamin starts to talk while eating a lot of cheeseburgers and I don't know he had like according to the podcast like he had five weird okay maybe he really fucking liked cheeseburgers
0: I don't know I'm not judging on the liking cheeseburgers because like but mm, anyone in North Carolina those cookout cheeseburgers <laughs> I, I introduced Chelsea to cookout because it's she's so never good if you haven't done cookout, go try cookout. It's delicious. <laughs> I do know what we're doing for lunch on Friday? Perfect. Perfect. I feel like we're gonna need it. Have you Have you made hubs try it? No, because he hasn't been home. Okay, once he gets home, we'll see. He's he like gets <laughs> into his healthy phases, and then it just turns into that's like, true. You're right. He does. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I take it back. Cookout is for us. Yes, it is <laughs> our moment together. So while he's eating his damn
1: cheeseburgers. He confesses to the murders and also to a victim that he had hidden in a secret basement beneath a vacant garage. Mm. While eating. Uh, Yeah, he has no remorse. So he does confess to the murders and said that he murdered them so he wouldn't have to worry about them pressing charges.
0: Wow, that's such sound logic, mm-hmm. Chelsea. I know, right?
1: Now, right? So, just, sound. Or just don't murder somebody. Or rape them.
0: Or strangle them. Or sodomize them. Just don't. Yeah, consent. You will listen. It's Find a, people. It's a beautiful who, thing. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's so easy. It's so easy. While talking about his sixth
1: murder victim... Um, Juanita Harvey he said that he wasn't planning on killing her but after raping her and having sex he hated her for being a woman and
0: he had a desire to kill her because she was a woman I mean I understand where the rage comes from and I'm not minimizing that there's a lack of mental health support for um, lower socioeconomic communities, and that yeah. there's a barrier. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying, like, there's lots of people who have been in equally shitty situations and didn't become mm-hmm. murderers. So, like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah,
1: he said he uh, he said he just wanted to hate her and cause her harm. Ugh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he also admits to another victim that the police thought died from a drug overdose but he claims that he killed her.
0: Do do you think that he gave her uh, like a bunch of drugs to make her overdose or like he like choked her or No, I think they just saw drugs and a sex worker and just wrote it off. Yeah, because She's a sex worker. And those weren't
1: from my understanding those like unless like they didn't break down like this like victim six was one that we didn't know and then it is tied to him. You know what I mean? Okay. So like I don't know if those two victims that he's saying that he buried underneath the vacant garage mm-hmm. or the cops that were at overdose. I don't know if those two victims are in those 11 victims. Okay, okay. Or if they he's were claiming extras. those, but there's not either, A, they can't find the bodies, or B, there's not enough evidence, evidence linking him to them. Okay, okay. So the police were able to charge him with all 11 murders, nice. and Benjamin's attorney, Jeffrey Edison... He tries his best during the trial, and he definitely pushed the fact that Benjamin was abused as a kid. I mean, he, like, knew, like, he's going to get
0: something. Um, and Benjamin... He was just trying to get him, like, a lighter sentence.
1: Yeah. Uh, Benjamin was found guilty of all 11 counts of first-degree murder on May 11th, 1994. He was sentenced to 11 life sentences... Um, I forgot. I have to look this part up. Eleven? Quick. Life sentences. Yeah. Nice. So after three years in prison, Benjamin dies on September 17th, 1997 at the Dwayne Waters Hospital, which was the hospital attached to the prison that he was at. And he died of an HIV AIDS related illness.
0: And that is... The story of America's fastest serial killer. Fastest serial killer. What a fucking title.
1: Yeah. It's insane. It's gross. And like, he definitely is the type of killer that he would have just killed until he got caught. Yeah, He had, and during his trial and everything like that, he had no remorse. He did not care. I mean, he's eating hamburgers
0: while he's talking about how he murdered people. Yeah. He's just eating hamburgers. Cheeseburgers. Get it straight. Cheeseburgers. (laughs) Excuse me. Aww. And I know, I know there are so many extra layers at play in this case. And like, we don't want to minimize that. But I also think that we don't want to minimize that this man was a fucking serial killer yeah. who targeted vulnerable women He he knew were vulnerable mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he knew that the police weren't going to care about and and he knew that nobody was going to check into. So like, fuck him. Yeah. I don't know. May he rot. May he rot.
1: Um, alright. So that is our case. Next week I'm gonna be doing a listener's suggestion. Get a
0: listener request! Yes. I heard that it's uh she said that it was rough, so that we should brace ourselves. So yeah. um everybody just gird your loins.
1: <laughs> what the fuck, Joe?
0: Gird your loins?
1: What the hell does that mean? It's like brace yourself. I okay. Gird your loins. Never heard That's that. That's a thing. I don't know. You didn't know what a dude ranch was, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you have to Google it. See that's how you know. You don't even know. You have to Google I'm it. I'm gonna
0: check. Gird your loins. Hold on, let me see. I just saw okay, a bunch so of it's cards. Like, no, it's like when you get ready for battle, you take your drapery and then you wrap it up to pants so that you can fight and you have mobility. So you're girding your loins, you're bracing yourself. <laughs> okay. Guess Prepare we- oneself for something difficult or challenging. See? Okay. OK, we, we step back to the Renaissance times. Got it. Um, <laughs> Listen, I was homeschooled. OK, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so do we do have two quick updates, though? Yeah, we wanted to tell you guys, just in case you guys haven't heard yet. Brian Landry's skull or uh, Brian Landry's death was deemed uh, death by suicide. It appeared that he shot himself or it was determined, I should say, that he was shot himself in the head. So fuck him. He's a fucking coward may he rot as well and in the ahmaud arbery case you guys remember the guy who was jogging um wasn't this in like 2019 it was pre-pandemic
1: it seems like so long ago because i remember this i remember like this being on the news i mean like what like why the fuck did they do that because they're fucking racist rednecks yeah
0: and basically three dudes chased him down he was jogging and shot him yeah for absolutely no fucking reason yep um she just does that
1: sometimes okay um joe's <laughs> dogs are here too and they're just a little bit more um character than my my dog is um, but then i was like i saw the news article they're like 2019 and i was like
0: god that feels like feels 60 years like a ago time ago a lifetime ago i remember and i guess like now it's just that Things are starting to go through Cook. the system mm-hmm. and everything because yep. it's all waking back up. So they, no. the three men who were involved in his shooting, were all found guilty, all sentenced. So may they rot as yeah. well, racist fucks. Yeah. And then
1: um, a little quick side note: I know we talked about our next merch giveaway, but oh, I yeah. think we still need to
0: hammer out some details. Or are we good? I'm good. If you want to announce it, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Or I could announce if you want me to. It doesn't matter to me either. It was your idea. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be a good one.
1: But, um, all right. So as everyone who listens, Joe and her mom are doing a bath
0: bomb business. Yes, my mom makes some incredible bath bombs, and I'm not just saying that because I'm partial. If anything, I'm the hardest on my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we had—I don't
1: know how to. Say. Okay, so the merch giveaway is... So we decided we're going to do a merch giveaway. You're much better at this part.
0: With the bath bombs that my mom made because we have some custom bath bombs that she made for us that say A Thousand True Crimes and then they have our logo, our little clip art on it. So Chelsea had a brilliant idea that instead of doing something with a deadline, we would just do something that was kind of ongoing. So do you want to tell them what we're doing?
1: Yeah, so because the clip art is just like random clip art, we thought it'd be cool if there's any like fans, yeah, that would love to come up with a new like logo, yeah, and that would be our new logo. This so it would <laughs> just be fun.
0: Get credit. Um, well, yeah, and, we'll put, and you'd get a bath bomb. We'll totally put your name on it and everything. Um, so if you guys have any creative streaks. And you, uh, of any sort, and you want to design us a quick little new logo for our podcast, we'll send you a bath bomb. Yeah. (laughs) Or even if you know somebody, hey, get your kid to design something cool on the tablet because they could probably do it in like five seconds because, you know, we are old now and technology is hard. Seriously. (laughs) Um. But Yeah. Send us what you got, and if you send us something, even if we don't pick it, even if we don't use it, even if we don't choose, we'll post it, we'll tag you, we'll give you credit, and we'll send you a custom-made bath bomb. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I think this is going to be a fun one. I want to see what people send us. Yeah, hopefully somebody does. Of course somebody will. (laughs) We have fans. Let's see how creative our fans are. I'm still in, like, the, it's just, like, Joe's mom and, like, my neighbor i know chelsea's struggling with imposter syndrome so y'all need to like show up to let her know mm-hmm. that like we have people who listen we really do okay.
1: all right well joe you want to do your little how like like oh yeah subscribe List- i think oh weekly win oh yeah
0: well, i mean obviously it's being here and yeah, it's thanksgiving saying. it's thanksgiving this is my first thanksgiving that i have to go through since my husband passed away And I didn't want to be around for the holidays. And Chelsea has always been available for me to run away to when things just get too rough. So I'm so glad that I'm here um, sharing the holiday with you and Baby B. Me too. That's my (laughs) weekly win. All right, you guys. If you like us, it would go a long way. If you guys want to give us a like, a follow, a subscribe on Google... Google. On Apple Podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> on Apple Podcast, a review or a uh, a review a reviewer rating goes a long way. Um, and if you want to find out more in detail, or if you do want to be a part of the merch giveaway and you have something you want to submit, you can find us at a thousand true crimes podcast discussion group on Facebook or a thousand true crimes pod on Instagram and that is all I got for the housekeeping all right
1: y'all I hope you guys had a great turkey day ate a lot of food hung out with your family and friends and kick off to 2021 holiday season y'all yeah let's see how it goes (laughs) you know we can only go up allegedly allegedly I don't know eventually but all right all right y'all bye y'all bye